Crossing podcast. I'm Eric. And I'm Matt. Here to give you all the best geek related content you could ask for. And today, we're doing yet another tier list episode, but this time, it's not going to be myself. I'm joined with the one and only Matt. Yes, that's right. You've heard of one person ranking stuff on a tier list on this podcast, and four people ranking stuff on a tier list on this podcast, but never two. And that is what we're here to bring you today. You're probably wondering. What kind of tier lists are Eric and Matt doing this time? Why <laughs> total drama, of course. What are the yes. odds? Well, it, it, for for very notable and observant listeners, they have found that, uh, oh, you know, Eric and Matt did that total drama season review starting uh, last year. Uh, we did our total drama island review, total drama action review, total drama world tour review, where we went through the episodes, the themes, the characters. This, of course, being inspired by our very, very, very early on episode back in 2020, where we just went through the whole show as a whole. So yeah, late last season, we started going through each season as a whole. But before we got to, uh, I believe it was, uh, I don't even want to say it, but All Stars was the season we uh, have to do next. But we figured we would take a moment as a checkpoint and talk about something a little bit more positive than Total Drama All Stars. And no, we're not doing this to delay our Total Drama All Stars retrospective. Okay, kind (laughs) of. But it's like Matt said, we want to bring some more positivity before we get to you-know-what. Because this is truly the calm before the storm, in a way. Yeah. And plus, I feel like this will be a nice way to deviate from our usual format when it comes to this miniseries. Absolutely, as well as, you know, get back into the swing of things after, you know, the start of a new season. Yeah, so for this tier list, we're going to be ranking all 25 original characters from seasons 1 through 3. All of the original island contestants, plus Alejandro and Sierra, and our two hosts. Whoa, host and second in command. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) For this tier list, we have five categories to choose from. S tier, meaning God tier. A tier, meaning great. B tier, meaning good. D tier, meaning underwhelming. And F tier, meaning trash. Get out of here. Nobody likes you. Go take the walk of shame, the dock of shame, the drop of shame, or whatever. (laughs) Anything but uh, the flush of shame, because we haven't gotten up to that yet. And also, we don't want to talk about that. Or the catapult, uh, whatever. You know what? There's a lot that we don't want to talk about right now. Yes, um, we are very excited. And uh, we hope that you guys uh, join our Discord or message us on Instagram. Let us know what you think about the things we're about to say, because these might be some hot takes. You know, uh, Eric and I have... Different opinions on a lot of characters. You have the same opinion on certain characters, but uh, I'm very interested to see where this goes, and you're going to have to let us know how accurate you think we were. Please do, because I'm very curious to hear who you think should be defended. (laughs) Or who do you think we'd put too high? (laughs) (laughs) All right, so without further ado, let's get started. Alejandro, I think he's a solid S tier. Yeah, Alejandro, when I think of Total Drama, and I think I mentioned this in my uh, episode about uh, characters who've never won a season who should, I think of some main characters. Alejandro's definitely on that list. Like, he is one of the series icons, totally deserved to come back in All-Stars, played the game ruthlessly. It's funny, as a kid, I didn't really like him that much because I thought, like, he had too much plot armor. But watching World Tour again, it's just so fun how he messes with everyone. And how he's not really without weaknesses either, so he gets duped a lot. Um, oh, dude, seriously, yeah. everybody hated Alejandro as a kid. Even <laughs> I did. But 
re-watching World Tour, I realized, holy crap, he's actually a great villain. He's cunning. He's manipulative. He's essentially a smarter version of Justin, like you said during, I think it was our Total Drama World Tour retrospective. Yeah. The point is, he is without a doubt the best villain in the entire series. And unlike the other villains, which we'll get to later, he has a legit motive. Yeah, yeah, they, they kind of try to explain him a little bit. Other, unlike Heather, who's just like, yeah, I'm mean, like, whatever, get over it. I'm mean, I, I want to win. Uh, and Courtney, who, I don't care what you say, I we'll get to this when we talk about All-Stars. Courtney is 100% a villain in All-Stars. I Sorry, Justin fans out there, but... <laughs> you mean the action? Oh, action, yes. But uh, and, and unlike um, unlike Courtney, whose motives seem to just be you know being a spoiled brat and wanting everything given to her, Alejandro has motive, has a ton of cunning. He's just really interesting to watch. I'm not not to say that Heather's not interesting to watch. Maybe saying Courtney is an interesting one, but um, yeah, <laughs> he's he's just really great, really interesting, and a riveting foe. I, I especially love how the only person who really ever got on his nerves was Owen, and Owen wasn't even trying. <laughs> but um yeah so alejandro definitely not without his weaknesses but that's what just makes him more of an interesting villain and he was one of the few characters to not get sullied in all stars yeah i mean he had his moments of failure in all stars but by and large he acts exactly as he's supposed to act his big unfortunate thing in all stars is that they lost his voice actor so um that's very noticeable <laughs> but um uh, other trust- than that, like he's written pretty well that's the least offensive aspect of All-Stars. Trust us. Dude, yeah, if I can have a series of All-Stars where the season's written correctly, but nobody sounds right, I would take it in a heartbeat. <laughs> so, point is, Alejandro goes into S-tier. Any objections? No objections here. Alright, then that leaves Beth next. I gotta be honest with you, Matt. I'm not a big fan of Beth. I mean, I did like her brief development in Season 1 where she stood up to Heather, but action, she was just kind of there. And I still stand by my statement saying that she doesn't deserve to be a finalist. Yeah, see, I like what they did with Beth in Island. Her her elimination was another one of those that really didn't make any sense. But whatever, that's like half of Island's eliminations. She gets booted because she curses her team. Whatever. She has a good arc. She stands up to Heather. She learns that she's a valuable person. They decide to bring her back to action, which, again, sounds fine on paper. And then they just do nothing with her. Like, you'd expect them to build up a little bit more on her plot from Island. Maybe it could have been interesting. You could have Beth in the finale if you do stuff with her. But they didn't do anything. She all they, since, all like, they did was brag about her boyfriend, who everybody thought was fake. They literally made her a running joke, and that was it. Like, every now and then, she'd be in the background of something actually important happening. She'd be like, oh, this reminds me of the time my boyfriend, blah, 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 blah. Like, it's never before have I seen a finalist just so, like, almost unworthy of making the finale and that's not to say she's an inherently bad character again if they did stuff with her i could see the room for improvement you could have her maybe do something against heather that season but no she does nothing she talks about her boyfriend and she floats her way to the finale by virtue of not making anyone get mad at her and voting her off she's just a floater you know like no not pushed any buttons just sitting there and floating to the finale and to be honest, it's it's just kind of stupid. Like, again, I don't hate her as a character. I would not put her in F tier or anything like that, but she's definitely mediocre. We'll put her in D tier. Yeah. All right, next we have Blainly. I don't know a single person who likes this character. That's pretty <laughs> sad. Yeah, it's funny. Every total drama character has their fans. Every single one. Almost every, well, I should say almost every single one. 
but the one I will never ever see is Blainley. Like I don't think I've ever found a total drama fan who unironically says, "Yeah, like Blainley is one of my favorite characters." Because like no one, honestly, the only reason truly existed in in importance is because they wanted to have Bridget on World Tour, but they needed to have a co-host for the aftermath show, so they threw the lady from the mid-season special. And it made no sense. She was just kind of there. She bullied Jeff, kind of fed the audience's like ratings hunger, and then kind of acted like Jeff from season two, honestly. Uh, but a lot more ruthless and sadistic. Yeah, and then wound up on the show for a grand total of two episodes. Um, premiered like, in one episode and got kicked off the neck. Like, honestly, what was the fucking point? Instead of adding a character who we would have wanted to see come back, like, I don't know, like izzy or or Lindsay or noah or anyone whatever dj anyone they just threw blainly in in the return challenge and whatever <laughs> like in the world it kind of made sense because jeff kept saying the whole episode like god i want to get rid of blainly god i want to get rid of blainly oh boy now i can do it but you know in retrospect it just seems like a giant waste of everyone's time because she did not do anything as a character other than make an illegal alliance with chef blainly has the dishonor of being the first person in f tier bye-bye blainly i'm not gonna say it's not well deserved all right next we have bridget i like bridget i think she's a solid b tier yeah bridget is just one of those characters you think of like oh yeah you know familiar total drama character she's chill down to earth um kind of clumsy but very light-hearted obviously a good guy you're rooting for her sadly she's kind of just had failure after failure since her elimination in island but you know, good character, solid. I think B tier is a great way to go for Bridget. Yeah, and next we have Chef. Oh boy, <laughs> my God, I love Chef. <laughs> boy, I don't want to put him in S tier because even he has his flaws. Yeah, the main flaws I can think of with Chef is that uh, the writers really don't utilize him a lot, and he's he's around an island, he's around an action, he has that really cool plot with DJ. Uh, and then he's there a little bit with in World Tour. He mostly just flies the plane which is usually just, you know, little scene gags. But he doesn't do a lot. You know, he's mostly quiet a lot after action, I would say. And they don't really utilize him, especially for the rest of the series. He pretty much has, like, four lines and revenge and everything after that. He's a great character, really funny, does a lot of great stuff. I think his stuff with DJ and action is great. I especially find him hilarious with Izzy and Island. <laughs> I'm just thinking about his persona, Master Chief. God, that was one of my favorite episodes with Chef. <laughs> you will call me Master Chief. <laughs> yeah, but it's like you said, Matt. They don't utilize that part of Chef in any of the future seasons. And that's a shame because he really is a great... I mean, I know why they do it. It's because they're introducing all these new characters. They don't want to really spend any time on the old ones. But I think it's a shame because Chef is a great character. Like, he's funny. And unlike another certain authority figure we'll get to in a second... He doesn't really get derailed. He just kind of stops talking, but he more or less is a very consistently funny character, and that's nice. So nice, in fact, I'm going to put him in A tier. I think A tier is perfect for him. Next, it's the host with the most, Chris McQueen. My God. How do I even begin when talking about freaking Chris McQueen? Yeah, um, definitely one of the icons of the show, so you know you got to give him some brownie points there. A very fun character, but uh, also, on the other side of the coin, extremely sadistic. <laughs> I mean, yeah, the first two seasons, uh, he was just in it for the fame, you know, just like messing with the contestants. But season three and onward, my God, 
He has no sense of morality whatsoever. It's all about the ratings and not for their well-being. Yeah, and it would be okay if it was, like, kind of entertaining, I feel like. But it, it gets kind of old. Like, you have, oh, okay, yeah, we get it. Chris wants them to jump from the plane, which World Tour, it's not so bad. And then it's, oh, we get it. Chris wants uh, the contestants to stand around an active volcano. Oh, we get it. Chris wants to send the contestants to an island full of toxic mutant radiation. A contestant literally becomes a giant mutant, and Chris does not give a crap. Like, it, it just gets I a think, little tired. I think you said it best when we talked about Revenge of the Island. He went full-on supervillain mode. Yeah, he went supervillain mode, and he was never really designed to be like that, so it feels a little unrealistic. It feels a little stupid at times, honestly. And yeah. I feel like... Chris is, he's not as cool as he used to be. I, I like Chris, but at the same time, you know, he does get annoying. But I guess we'll put him in beats here because he's at least very entertaining to watch. He is, yeah. I, I think, up, like, high B tier is a good spot for him. Like, he, he would crack that A tier if he didn't just get so derailed. But who knows, with, with talks that the next Total Drama series is, or season is kind of going to be a little bit more rebooty, maybe they're going to try to make Chris back to normal? Question mark. Fingers crossed. With the way current seasons are these days, yeah, I'm not keeping my hopes up. I think it got so bad they had to completely abandon the character for the ridiculous race. They're like, people don't want to watch this anymore. <laughs> All right. Now on to a character that people actually like, Cody. Oh, I love this guy. He's just this suave, dorky character that, you know, he tries to make something out of himself but ends up failing. But I, I can't help it. He's just so entertaining to watch. In a way, I kind of relate to him. Yeah, Cody's a great character. I know this. I hold the unpopular opinion. I really love Cody a lot in season one. I just feel like he wasn't as good in season three. I feel like season three kind of ruined a lot of the charm for Cody for me. Because what I loved about Cody in season one is that he was, like you said, this mucho suavo guy, like, you know, bigger than his britches, being all slick, being all cool and flirty. You know, at his heart, he's just a little dork. And then season three, he just kind of gets taped to Sierra which is like, you know, funny, but I don't know if it's 25 episodes worth of funny. That's just me personally. I, I do really like Cody as a character, but I just feel like the writers kind of sell him a little short in World Tour. That said, I am happy he makes it far because it's nice to see, you know, Cody get some appreciation. I'm still butthurt about that season three finale. Like literally, winning Total Drama World Tour would prove to everyone that he didn't need Sierra to win. But that's the only flaw I have with Cody's character is because they literally regressed him. Yeah. But other than that, I love this guy. I want to put him in S tier, but I have to be realistic and put him in A tier. Yeah, I think A is a fair spot for him to go. I, I agree. All right. Next, we have Courtney. Fucking hater. <laughs> uh, it's funny because I used to consider Courtney one of my favorite characters, but every time I rewatch the show, I hate her a little more and I like her just a little less. And by this point, holy cow, the amount of times I've sat through her shrill, whiny bossiness in action, the love triangle that goes nowhere in World Tour, her being, you know, joining the cast of horribly written freaks and all-stars. Like, dude, like, Courtney's great in Island. I, I think a lot of characters are great in Island, but she really peaked there. <laughs> I liked her in season one. Okay, like is kind of a strong word. I tolerated her in season one. <laughs> Because, you know, I did like that chemistry between her and Duncan. Yeah. But when, but when she came back in action, my God, they completely ruined her. Yeah, the whole point of the her and Duncan's relationship is that, oh, Duncan learns to be a little bit more, like, you know, kind-hearted. And 
Courtney learns to be a little bit more of a rule breaker. And then every single time we've seen her since, she's back to her usual, like, oh, everyone has to listen to me. Everyone has to follow all my rules. Like, I thought we evolved beyond that. It's like you said, they're just devolving this character and making her more and more unlikable. It isn't much better in World Tour. And I don't even want to talk about her performance in All Stars. In due time, Eric, in due time. Yeah, no, she's a very interesting character in that, to my knowledge, she's the only character in the series to ever be, like, team captain or team leader three times, which was Island Action and World Tour. She took charge of her team. And yet, she never really makes it too far. She makes it, like, sometimes past merge, doesn't really ever do anything. For the character of such importance as the writers have placed on her, it's weird that she hasn't made it to a finale yet. I talked about this already in another episode. But honestly, with the way her character's gone, she doesn't really <laughs> deserve it, unless they're going to actually try to fix this character, like they pretended they were going to try to do in All-Stars and then bombed horrifically. If it was <laughs> up to me, I would put her in F tier, but at the same time, I still like that chemistry I mentioned earlier, so I'm being very, very generous by putting her in D tier, and I'm not putting her any higher. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I think, I, I think D tier, we could put Courtney in D tier, that's a good spot. All right, next we have DJ. I don't think I've ever met any, much like I've never met a Total Drama fan who said they hated, or excuse me, who said they liked Blainly. I don't think I've ever met a Total Drama fan who ever disliked DJ. Like, he's just a character everyone likes. Honestly, what's not to like about DJ? He's literally a gentle giant. Yeah, just super chill, down-to-earth bro, like, hangs out, you know, whatever. A little bit of a coward, as we learn in, in Island which leads to his downfall. But, you know, all around well-rounded, physically and emotionally strong guy. Like I gotta be honest, I think Iwin is his weakest season. I mean, yeah, ironically, that's the season where he progressed the most. Or, like, that's the season where he makes the farthest in terms of placements. But he didn't really have an arc in season one. He was just kind of there, being part of Duncan's alliance and just being friendly with everybody. But action World Tour is where I feel like we mostly got to see DJ develop. It's true. Yeah, in Island, he was just, again, like, one of the dudes. And then, yeah, we get to see a little bit more. We get to see him learn to stand up for himself. That really cool plot against Chef that I'm a really big fan of in action because it challenges DJ. And uh, the curse in World Tour. Poor DJ. Can't catch a break. F's in the Discord server for all the animals he inadvertently hurts. <laughs> but in terms of placements, I'm going to put him in A's here. I think A's great. Honestly... A character like DJ, if he ever came back, he would have a good chance of winning. He's he's popular. He's well-liked among his peers. He's physically strong. He doesn't have a lot going against him. I mean, I do think they kind of nerfed him a little bit by making him more of like a mama's boy. Like, oh, kind of a tree hugger almost. I think I joked in one episode. But I do think that it's great to see more of DJ. So anytime we see him, he's just a great character. So H is awesome. What? Were you expecting me to put him in D tier? Come on, people. <laughs> I can never do that to DJ. He's too good for that. Absolutely. He doesn't belong with Courtney. Same goes for our next character, Duncan. Oh, man. Duncan. My God, I love Duncan so much. (sighs) Duncan was not spared from the all-star mess. And granted, uh, he wasn't heavy hit, though. And granted, he did have some weird writing stuff with the love triangle in World Tour. But other than those two very small flaws, I genuinely think Duncan is a crowd pleaser in every single one of his appearances. Like, he is just a phenomenal character. And not to mention, he evolves from the stereotype, like, oh, tough guy in Juby, 
Doesn't look like he wants to associate with anybody. But no, he's actually a great guy underneath all those piercings. <laughs> yeah, he really learns. He evolves. He becomes just a stronger, a, a better, well-rounded character. Because when he first drives on Island, he doesn't want to mess with anyone. He doesn't want to talk to anyone. He wants to do his own thing. And by the time we see him in action and world tour, he's a team player. He's talking, he's laughing, he's really developing some stronger bonds, playing the game, even though in world tour he tries to quit the game, but eventually it catches up to him. Just really well-rounded character um, and a great example of a good character arc, I think. Which is why I'm putting him in S tier. Yeah, he's a series icon. He does a, He belongs there. Next we have Eva. Yeah, I don't like Eva. She's way too one-dimensional if you ask me. Yeah, this is one of the rare instances where I feel like second-gen contestant does a better job at being a first-gen contestant, because I think Joe is a better Eva. Like, she's kind of a little bit funnier, a little bit more sociable, a little bit more developed as a sporty girl character. Eva's just, yeah, I like sports and I hate everyone. Like, you don't get anything from her. It, <laughs> like, it, it... Basically. And so when she has an early elimination, they bring her back because they don't want to eliminate anyone else later in the season. No, you know, I feel bad kind of that she's never shown up since because, you know, I feel like every character could have deserved another appearance to kind of try to develop a little more. And to be fair to Eva, she's never gotten the chance to develop more. But I don't know. From what I've seen of her so far, I'm not impressed. Yeah, because of her very, very poor reputation, I'm going to have to put her in F tier. Oh, you go all the way to. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I would settle for it. I think she's above Blainly. I don't know. I actually, I don't know. I, I might fight for her to be low D, but I don't know. I might just be me. Well, I like to round it up to the nearest letter, so... Fair enough. All right, who's next? The first ever contestant eliminated in the entire series, Ezekiel. Oh, Ezekiel. This poor <laughs> guy never had a chance, did he? <laughs> Truly did not. There actually are some pretty big Ezekiel fans out there. He's more popular than Eva. <laughs> oh, yeah. Especially what he went through in World Tour. Oh, gosh, yeah. He went from this quiet farm boy who just made these sexist comments to now this golem ex creature who refused to be eliminated. I think Ezekiel's best appearance is probably the first episode of World Tour because he's completely undeveloped on an island and he becomes a golem. But like, he's like, oh, yo, I'm so cool now. Like, let's go. Like, he's just kind of this awkward, like, character who wants to impress everyone. And poor guy ends up a mutant for it. A literal mutant, you know, like eventually when he becomes also toxically irradiated and stuff so not a good life for this character absolutely not <laughs> admittedly it's entertaining to watch but it's very bittersweet knowing that ezekiel is gonna be like this forever yeah it's it's funny in world tour i, I especially love the golem parody like towards the end especially in the last like five minutes um, but I would have liked to see him back to normal after that. Like, oh, whoa, that was a weird ride, but good thing I'm all healed up now. Like, no, he's just a mutant living underground with giant gophers now. It's like, whatever. <laughs> you never know, Matt. This new season is a reboot, so maybe they'll reboot Ezekiel. Hey, it's possible. We're going to have to wait and see, I guess. But where should Ezekiel uh, go in the meantime? I don't know. I'm thinking Beats here. I mean, yeah, he's not a great character, but... You know, he has his perks. I genuinely find him a little underrated, so I think a, a B is fair. All right, next we have Jeff. I think he's a solid A tier. Oh, yeah. Jeff is kind of like DJ in that, like, no one really hates him, but Jeff also has the blemish of becoming a little bit of a in-his-own-head fame-hungry guy in action. But honestly, 
it, I don't think it hurts him too much. He moves beyond it. It's kind of just for laughs and character growth. <laughs> yeah, that derailment only lasted two episodes, which is a saving grace compared to what All-Stars did. That's true, and compared to what other characters like Chris went through in terms of derailment. Yeah, but, um, but when you look yeah. past all that, Jeb's actually a great guy. He wants to be friends with everybody, cares deeply for Bridget, and yeah, he's just an overall fun character, So, which is why I think he should go in eights here. I agree. I mean, he's a lot. He's a lot of fun. He may not be the brightest, but he's a ton of fun. He wants to see everybody happy, especially characters he's not as close to, like Gwen in that episode of Island. And it's just you know, he seems like a character who'd light up a room, and it'd be really. He's one of a, the few characters in the show who I would consider like he'd be a good friend to have if he was real. You know, like he's just so fun loving and goofy. You gotta love Jeff. So yeah, I agree. A tier is great for him. Speaking of Gwen. She's actually next on the list. Oh, what an alphabetical coincidence. Well, this whole list is alphabetical. <laughs> <laughs> of course, of course. I probably should have mentioned that before, but whatever. Yes. But anyway, um, yes, we have Gwen. And Gwen is a very interesting character because I, I do think she's one of the series staples. But unlike other series staples that we've talked about, like Alejandro and Duncan and other series staples that we haven't talked about yet, so I won't spoil Gwen's kind of had a rough ride, I feel like. I mean, I consider season one to be her best performance because, you know, she went from this lonely goth girl that, you know, kind of like Duncan, she didn't want to associate with anybody, but she makes it far into the game and actually becomes more developed. Yet, yeah. That is until the love triangle came to be. Well, it briefly sparked in season two, but onwards, that's pretty much her whole character arc now. Yup. She goes from this, like, oh, goth girl, like, oh, who cares, whatever. She dates Trent, which is a huge part of Island and is completely non-mentioned by the end of action. Yeah, she's just, like, the love girl, like, the love triangle girl. And she spends all of the end of world tour and all of all stars, spoiler alert, for a horrible season. She's just, like, desperately, like, pathetically cozying up to Courtney. She's a totally different character if you watch an episode of all-stars compared with an episode of island it's just really weird and off-putting and it's kind of sad because she really was just a great character but for that reason i don't think she deserves s tier personally because I, I know i feel like some people will be upset with me saying that i just don't think it's there for her oh no i wasn't planning on playing an s tier because of that <laughs> but where do you think she belongs i kind of want to put her in a tier i mean yeah despite that major character flaw she's a very iconic character Yes, and and I should say, other characters get derailed way worse than Gwen, so it's not like it's the end of the world what they do to her. And again, like you said, that first season, really strong. So I agree. I think eight tiers fair for Gwen. Next, we have Harold. Harold. My God, <laughs> an underrated character. Well, scratch that. He was an underwhelming character in season one. Yeah, he was just a walking Napoleon Dynamite parody who the writers decided to just use as the generic bullied contestant. <laughs> yeah, it was weird. He was bullied a lot in season one. Won his team hit their first two challenges, gets bullied again, cheats the system by eliminating Courtney, and then he gets eliminated the next episode. What the hell? Yeah, it really doesn't feel like the writers were keeping him on the forefront. Like, I think the writers had characters they thought were really important and other kind of supporting characters. In season one, Harold was 100% just one of those supporting characters. They didn't really pay too much mind, I think. But we can all agree that season two treated him much, much better. Oh, gosh, yeah. <laughs> so much more developed, 
so much funnier, just so much more important. Harold's breakout season is season two. And he's really one of the few characters you could say that about. Most characters, you say, oh, season one was their best season. Harold's not one of them. And so that's kind of unique for Harold. Yeah, he stood up to Duncan. He established a strong bond with Lashana. And yeah. A fleeting alliance with Heather, which is really funny because neither of them were on the same team on the first season. Harold's just an overall great and funny character. I mean, we can all agree that World Tour was his weakest season, but... Yeah. Even so, he still had his moments in the aftermath shows. Harold was one of those characters that the the writers were like, "All right, we want to introduce some old favorites like Cody, Noah, Tyler, and some new characters like Alejandro and Sierra. We got to throw some of our classics into the dirt." And sadly, Harold, along with Lashana, Bridget, Jeff, uh, was definitely one of those classics that got thrown into the dirt. But you know what? Like you said, he still had some stuff to do in the aftermath show, so it's okay. I will admit, it's sad we haven't seen him since. But if he showed up in All-Stars and had a horrible character derailment, it'd probably be worse. So maybe it's good that we haven't seen him since. Harold goes into eights here. I couldn't agree more. Next, we have the villainess herself, Heather. Oh, Heather. <laughs> everybody, and I repeat, everybody hated Heather as a kid. But rewatching the series now as an adult, I really appreciate her. Yeah. You know, she's just the queen bee mean girl in Ireland who tries to boss around everybody else. Doesn't really do anything in action. Like, I'll, I'll be honest with you, action's her worst season by far. And then talk about a comeback for World Tour. Becomes, like, this quiet character in the background who everyone keeps saying, hey, Heather, we're going to vote you off. Heather, we're going to vote you off. And then they just start infighting, and Heather kind of sneaks by it. Like, that's an example of how to do Beth in action right. Like, you have a character who's not really that important, but then slowly becomes important in the season. Beth was not that character. Heather 100% was. Yeah, because in season two, it was basically her being insecure about her boldness. But in season three, everybody knows about all the shit she did in season one. And this season was trying to prove to her that she's more than what her performance lets on. Mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, yeah, she, she did have her sadistic moments here and there, but it was more of a rivalry against Alejandro. Like, you know, Alejandro is what fueled her to do better this season. Yeah, she has a foil now. She's like, oh, I'm no longer the big kid on campus. And so you get this really fascinating rivalry between Alejandro and Heather in season three. Heather does come back in season five for All-Stars. Um, mixed bag. I think there's definitely characters who are done dirtier than Heather, but she definitely doesn't look great <laughs> in All-Stars. But despite that, I don't know. I think I would put her alongside Alejandro in S tier. I don't know about you. Way ahead of you, Matt. <laughs> next we have izzy oh my gosh <laughs> I, I i don't know what to say about izzy i mean have you seen her one of the craziest silliest characters in the whole show i don't even know what to say about her because she's so different than everybody else everybody else plays off each other izzy does things completely of her own volition she does not care at all about anyone else and that is something she has all three seasons she's not like duncan and gwen who are like I don't want anything to do with anyone and then immediately become tied to everyone. Izzy's just having a good time and that's all that matters. I mean, the closest thing she has to arcs in the series is her relationship with Owen, her rivalry with Chef, and the <laughs> fact that she goes through many different personas. <laughs> yeah, the original Mike, you know, with all of her personalities. But nonetheless, Izzy's a fun character to watch. So I think she goes into A tier. Yeah, like, I don't think I would have her win a season or anything, because she's still Izzy, like, she's still crazy, but 
I think A tier is a great spot for it. Next, we have Justin, who, in my opinion, is the definition of shallow. <laughs> yeah, so like we said before, uh, Alejandro is like the smarter version of Justin, even from a writing uh, standpoint, because Alejandro has his looks, but he knows like he's also smart, he's cunning. Justin is just like, hey, look how beautiful I am, and then that's it. He just stands there. In season one case, literally, all he does is just stand there. They try giving him more personality and total drama action, which, yeah. which hey, I can appreciate. But he's just so hollow. Yeah. Uh, and he's not utilized as well as he could be in all, in uh, action, excuse me. Because he, he shows up, whatever, he's using his good looks. He starts realizing his good looks are fading away. Like, oh no, I'm not manipulating them anymore. And then that's kind of it. And then he just hangs around a little bit and floats until he die, uh, dies. <laughs> until he gets eliminated. <laughs> I mean, he did kind of die because no, he's not relevant anymore. Yeah, in terms of relevance, he dies. I think he has maybe one line in all of World Tour, um, which is kind of weird. But <laughs> And I'm sorry, like, I don't see Justin as a villain in Total Drama Action. No, he's uh, he's almost like a fake out. He's almost like the writers want you to be like, oh, Justin's going to be a villain. Oh, psych, we're bringing Courtney back. Like, almost as a trick before Courtney premieres. But it doesn't really work out. And once Courtney does show up, Justin really just becomes comic relief. He's got some funny lines here and there. I especially like how he's sort of buddies with Owen sometimes. I, I always find that kind of funny. But regardless, he doesn't really do too, too much. And he is outsmarted by Courtney. Which is why I'm putting him in D tier. Yeah. Next, we have Katie and Sadie. Oh my god, I can't stand these two. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, Eva was only utilized in one season. Blaine Lee, too, only utilized in one season. And Katie and Sadie are our last characters to only appear in one single season, that being Island. And they just didn't do anything. They were just, you know, BFFs who every single line was just to each other. Katie gets eliminated and Sadie doesn't do anything for the next, like, six episodes until she's eliminated. It's just, they're handled so weirdly. Yeah, I was about to say, what was the fucking point of eliminating one of them if you weren't going to utilize the other BFF? That could have been interesting if Katie got eliminated and Sadie learned to do things on her own, or vice versa. But if you're not going to utilize her at all, what's the point? Why not just eliminate them both? Like, it almost feels like they had an idea of what they wanted to do, and then they forgot that idea, or shelved it or something, or replaced it. And for that reason, they have never really improved as characters or developed as characters. They've just been the giggling OMG BFFs. And they've kind of, they're relics. They're, they're artifacts from a bygone age. They've never showed up again. They had like one line in World Tour and probably like a few lines in action in the peanut gallery. But it's, it's just like nobody cares about Katie and Sadie. They're just not interesting characters because the show never bothered building them up. And I'm not going to hesitate on putting them in F tier. Yeah, sorry, Katie and Sadie. Don't let the Doc of Shame hit you on the way out. At least you're together. Yeah, like you should have been in the freaking elimination for Island if they weren't going to do anything with Sadie. Next, we have Lashana. Another character who was robbed for a placement in All-Stars. Yeah, honestly. I mean, again, with what we know now, it's probably best that she wasn't in All-Stars. But at the time, how was she not an All-Star? Like, come on. She made it. She had a great run in Island. You know, played the game a little dirty in action. You know, lied. Had some fake tears here and there to try to get a reward. But, you know, people have done worse on the show. And then in World Tour, she fell for Alejandro's schemes and was one of those classic characters that the writers kind of kicked out to make room for newer characters kicked out relatively early but you know in her run she's been a really solid supporting character i i think she's great 
especially in Ireland. She wins immunity a, a lot after the merge. I never really noticed. So definitely yeah. a fierce competitor. Sassy and loud, but she is very supportive towards the people around her. Mm-hmm. And one of the strongest, probably the strongest person who stands up to Heather. Um, so you got to give her that in the first season. I'll admit, I am still iffy with her performance in action. Yeah, it's not as good. We can agree that World Tour is her weakest season, except for that moment where she slapped the shit out of Heather. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. It was weird because when she gets eliminated in action, she and Heather kind of develop respect for each other. So I, I, mean, I guess you could say, oh, look, now it's the other way around. Now Heather's kind of in the right and, and LaShawn is blinded by Alejandro, whatever. But I don't know. It is a funny moment, Eric. I agree with you. <laughs> Despite that, I like Lashana, so I'll put her in A tier. Yeah, I think that's a great place for her. All right, we have the final six of this tier list. <laughs> Starting with Lindsay. My God, they treated her dirty. This is a textbook example of a wonderful, wonderful character who is never given a break. Had arguably the worst elimination in the entire first season. But it's okay because she stood up to Heather in a really cool way. Arguably the worst elimination in season one and two. Yeah, that's true too because she develops an island. She finally learns Heather's not her friend, stands up to her, gets the boot. Season two, fresh from Heather's influence, looking to win, looking to get further ahead, trying to take control. And then her taking control plot gets sidelined when Courtney shows up and steals her thunder. And that rivalry kind of doesn't go anywhere, which I'm kind of upset. I think Lindsay versus Courtney would have been like a cool rivalry to have throughout the season, but it's only really brought up in the uh, mystery, the murder mystery episode. Would have been a better season finale. I can tell you that. <laughs> it's also true. Or maybe Duncan versus Lindsay. That would have been a lot better. Oh yeah, man. Duncan versus Lindsay would have been great. You have Courtney rooting for Duncan. Well, but anyway, I'm getting ahead of myself thinking right. of what might've been. <laughs> yeah. Lindsay because Lindsay well, kicks herself out again. World tour. Her whole development is just trying to remember who Tyler is. <laughs> Yeah, she's another one of those characters. Again, like Harold and Lashana, who the writers don't have room for. Her running joke is pretty funny because I like how irrelevant Tyler has become. (laughs) I mean, it's funny, don't get me wrong, but come on, Lindsay. But it is nothing compared to how she's treated in All-Stars. Oh, I don't even want to think about it. We don't have to talk about it. Let's say that for our retrospective episode. Let's just say character derailment doesn't begin to describe what happens to poor Lindsay and Oz. I would say character obliteration. You literally, like, how will they ever use this character again? Like, <laughs> literally destroying a competent character. Bye. Oh, we'll get to that when we get to that. Putting all stars aside, I still love Lindsay. She's funny, definitely not the brightest, but she definitely has a lot of great moments. And I won't let All-Stars hold that against her. So, which is why I think she goes into S-tier. Yeah, I, I'm not going to let All-Stars hold uh, you know, hold it against Heather or Alejandro. So, we shouldn't hold Lindsay to that standard. Even though she is treated a little bit worse than them. She's only there for one episode, so it's not that bad. And she's another one of those characters who you'd want to be friends with in real life. Just super friendly, bubbly. Just a great character, very well-rounded. And yeah, I think S-tier is well-deserved. You just have to remind her what your name is. Because odds are she's either going to forget your name or call you something else. Fair enough. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Next, we have Noah, a character who everyone seems to love all of a sudden. Noah's like really weird in that I can't think of another example of a character who nobody liked and then one day just everybody liked. 
had a very, very weak run in Ireland where he was just not helping his team, bragging about how he wasn't helping his team, and then was surprised to be eliminated. Like, no crap, buddy. Then showed up in World Tour, and all of a sudden, everybody loves him again. Becomes friends with Owen. Like, they have this really funny duo, just constantly bitingly sarcastic to everybody. It's just really well utilized. It's a good example of taking a character, dusting him off, and throwing him right back out and making him even better. Um, and obviously, he has a great run in Redonculus Race, which most of these characters do not have that. So we'll get to that when we get to that. But yeah, just a really fun character and kind of different than everybody else around him. I like Noah, but I don't see him as an S-tier character or even an S-plus tier or an S-plus-plus tier character like <laughs> most people would. No, would- I, I definitely think he's relative underexposure. He's never once made it to merge. Um, and he had a really weak start in Ireland. So I do think that hurts him. He's really only had two really good seasons. One, if you don't count Ranunculus Race as a total drama season. I think I agree with you. I love the character, but we, he has not done enough to be considered S tier, in my opinion. I will put him in A tier, though. Yeah, that's a fair spot for him, I think. Next, we have Owen. <sighs> Come on. Do I even have to explain where he's going? <laughs> he's the icon of the series, the life of the party, the comic yep. relief. Of course he's going in S tier. Total Drama's mascot contestant, who, you know, wasn't in All-Stars for some reason, but I'm not salty about that. Yeah, just holy cow, you have Owen. And here's an interesting thing. Some people really hate Owen because they're like, oh, he's too, like, whatever, stupid, and he just is a walking fart joke. But I feel like that really undersells him. He's the funny character. He's the guy who gets everybody into the show. He's friendly. He's lovable. He's huggable. He's just everybody's best friend always looking to have a good time he's like jeff and Lindsay, just so fun so lighthearted, and just always putting a smile on your face yeah okay he's a fart joke every now and then whatever if you don't like that whatever but i just think he's so much more than that yeah like out of all the contestants that i could be friends with cody dj Lindsay, jeff owen is a character i wish i could be friends with in real life dude i want to go out for drinks with owen that guy's probably a blast <laughs> <laughs> oh my god so next we have sierra oh sierra <laughs> yeah i don't like her she was funny in world tour because of her crazed obsessionness with total drama as a whole but my god calling her a super fan doesn't even explain her obsession level yeah so when she starts off in world tour it's like oh cool this is kind of cool a fan of the show is on the show this could be the avenue to some really cool stories um, and then she just hugs Cody and just stays with Cody for, again, most of the season, which you know, is whatever. They have their valleys and their peaks. They have the Paris fight where she hates him. Then there's the later fights. Like, I don't know. It's a weird arc. Like she at one point, she tries to like feed her feed him roofies or something like the love tea in Africa. It, it's just really weird. <laughs> and whatever you like it, you don't like it. I, I personally think she at least went out pretty strong with uh, Cody in the last few episodes. And then. You see that glimmer of hope, and all of a sudden, she's just a psychopath in All-Stars. You're telling me that if she's not with Cody for five minutes, she's going to hallucinate and think everyone and everything is Cody? Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, I don't know. I fail to believe that somebody who spent, like, 99% of her life, or maybe 95% of her life, never haven't even met Cody. I don't see how you're all of a sudden to the point where you can't live without him. Like, I don't know. That seems a little bit of an exaggeration. I want to put her in F tier, but I can't deny how great she was in World Tour. So I guess we'll put her in D tier. Yeah, 
Yeah, I don't think she belongs next to Katie and Sadie or Blainley, but yeah, D tier is probably safe for for Sierra. All right, we have the final two, Trent. Mm. Oh, Trent. I know oh, he's a very controversial character. How the mighty have fallen? Because really, you'd think he'd be a main character if you just watched Island. Super important to the plot revolving around Heather and Gwen, um, who were definitely inarguably main characters in Island. You know, kind of is the cool, chill, quiet guy with the guitar, with a soul, and he starts dating Gwen, and then all of a sudden in the first few episodes of action, he loses his mind, becomes obsessed with the number nine and impressing Gwen and, like, throwing the challenge against his team, and it's just really weird. Then they try to bring it up in one episode of the Aftermath show, and then that's it. He's just not a character anymore after that. It's so bizarre. And what's worse is I feel like he could have been added to World Tour. He could have had a cool part to play in this whole love triangle thing. And he could have built himself up as more of an independent character after his disastrous action run. And the writers were just like, nah, you know, whatever. He's, he's past his prime. And on top of that, he's a singer. Don't you think that would have given him an advantage that season? Yeah, holy cow. Why not throw him in there? Whatever. At least he, Justin, Harold, and Cody can continue singing in the Drama Brothers. <laughs> Hope they're still together. But other than that... I don't think he's a bad character. I just feel like the direction they gave him is weird. But he had his moments, which is why I think he goes into B tier. Yeah, he's definitely in between B and D for me, but I, w- I think B is, is fair for Trent. Because like you said, you know, in half of his seasons, which is Island, he was a really strong character. He, you know, he liked Gwen. He got beat up a lot and injured a lot. And then, you know, he had that cute ending and... I know, you know, I guess, yeah, B is fair for him. I think he's definitely worthy of more of a revival, but I don't know if that's ever going to happen. We now reach our final character, Tyler. I love this guy. Yeah, uh, when I was a kid, Tyler was always my favorite character when I watched Island and World Tour. I just found him so funny. His antics are so goofy, how he's just this clumsy guy, but he actually wants to be, like, really cool. And so, yeah, he has a really great arc. He doesn't do a whole lot in Island. He's another character like Noah, although I don't think he was as bad as Noah in season one, who comes back stronger in World Tour. Actually makes, oh no, it doesn't make it to Merge. <laughs> Poor Tyler. But yeah, makes it further um, and has a better time and is just really fun. Just a fun, likable character. You know, like that's basically what I think when I think of Tyler. Uh, almost like what I think of Jeff and DJ. Like just a fun, you know, kind of goofy character. He's Always, you know, when you see him on screen, you're going to probably smile. He was just kind of there in, in season one, quickly became irrelevant, but literally had to make himself relevant again in World Tour, which I thought was hilarious. <laughs> really brought up the fact that he's like the least popular character, including Ezekiel. <laughs> yeah, and I can't get over him being the first person to witness Duncan and Gwen's kiss in World Tour. <laughs> so perfect. Yeah, make the least relevant character, find out the most anticipated moment in the series. So I think he goes in A tier. That's more than fair, I think. Yeah, A tier is awesome for Tyler. All right, now let's recap. S tier, Alejandro, Duncan, Heather, Lindsay, and Owen. A tier, Chef, Cody, DJ, Jeff, Gwen, Harold, Izzy, Lashana, Noah, and Tyler. B tier, Bridget, Chris, Ezekiel, and Trent. D tier, Beth, Courtney, Justin, and Sierra. F tier, Blainley, Eva, and Katie and Sadie. Not too shabby if I do say so myself. 
Yeah, and most of the characters are in the upper rung, so that's kind of nice. You know, most of the characters here are pretty good, pretty solid. Yeah, it's good and sad in a way, because, yeah, when people think it's all drama, they think of these characters, but it's bittersweet because some of these characters had a shitty performance in All-Star and or they're never seen again. Yeah, it's true. We've seen the last of a lot of these guys, assuming that they don't actually reboot all of them. <laughs> but yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this tier list. This was a nice way to deviate from our usual format, and I'm hoping to do more episodes like this. Mm-hmm. But our next whole drama episode is the one I loaned for. Yeah, the one that we have been waiting with dread. For the record, I would rather watch a 10-hour loop of plumbers cleaning a clogged toilet full of shit than watching All-Stars. So you'd rather watch All-Stars than watch All-Stars? Trust me, that joke will make a lot more sense when we review the series. Oh God, have mercy on us! <laughs> yeah. Stay tuned, guys. It's about—it's gonna get very ugly in this miniseries. All right. But anyway, if you can rank all the total drama characters from seasons one through three in a tier list, how would you rank them? You can tell us on our Discord server and follow us on Instagram at Geeks Crossing. Continue to support us on all major platforms such as Anchor, Spotify, Google Play, iTunes, Amazon Music, Audible, and even iHeartRadio. Mm-hmm. Uh, and be sure to tell your friends and family about us, especially any total drama fans you have in your life, because again, we want to hear all of your opinions. And for more geeky content, check out Nuclear Bacons, CryptoWatt Games, and Carabyte on Twitch. But more importantly, stay true to your geek selves. <laughs>